Hey friends, so the inspiration for this episode came from none other than good old experience and listening to some sermons and reading books along the way. Um, In this quick episode, I'm going to share how to hack the habit of allowing daily stressors to create this inner urge um, for you to overeat. And that's something that we all struggle with, right? So now some of you may only overeat or struggle with binge eating when things are tough, like big, scary things in life. But for some of us, it's the daily in and out stressors that seem to get the best of us. So I've got my water bottle on hand and I hope you do too. But I also wanted to share that I have a $20 off promo code if you've been wanting to join my client community. So you'll get access to everything that I've been using over the past few years to help me on my physical journey. And that includes like, you know, the library of digital workouts, all the meal planning recipe ideas that anybody could ask for. And I'm really selling this value short right now. But if you want to chat, there's always a link within the show notes. So you can fill that out and we'll customize what we need for your goals and your needs. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. I knew this topic was needed and could help because I personally needed to know it a long time ago and still need to develop even a better practice at it. When things seem stressful or overwhelming from the day, like maybe you have an angry customer at work or maybe you're short on help at work because that just seems to be the theme of the decade, maybe disappointments from others, whatever it might be, um, I personally can be quick to get frustrated. And then as an emotional eater, take that out on food or you know whatever's easy at the next meal. But what if there was a hack for this habit and something that I've seemed to have practiced over the last 20 years? Maybe maybe you've been running to food for 50 years. I don't know what your case is, but I do know that this can help. So instead, what if we practice taking these moments that we would habitually complain about, right? People, people disappointing us or something that you would vent to your friend about. What if we would take those moments and instead of taking them out on a plate full of tacos, what if we took those moments as cues to check in with our father, our heavenly father, right? Our great counselor. What if we took those cues, those frustrations, and you've heard people say, just take it to God, friend, you know, like, and I'm not discounting that, but like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Just take it to God. Like, is that only on Sunday mornings? Like what, what in the world does that mean? But I think to me, it means just checking in with him. And instead of calling up that friend to vent, which I'm bad to do, it means like taking that split second and say, you know, what's on my mind, you know, how my feelings got hurt, or, you know, where my frustration level is, or, you know, where my patience level is. And I need you to help me in this moment, right? Whatever that looks like for you. And I just got to thinking like, what if we, what if we just take those cues and go to our father instead of overeating? And I know that this is so easy to talk about and so easy to say, 
And it's a totally another thing to practice. And this will take practice, guys. Remember what I just said, like we've been building these habits of overeating, binge eating, emotional eating for so long. Maybe some of you, it hasn't been that long, but chances are if you've landed in this podcast and you've been searching for a way to help you, you've been practicing these habits for a while. So this new way, this new habit is going to take just as much, if not more practice as it took you to get to this point, right? But the good news is, is that we don't have to rely on our own strength. Our father helps us when we are weak, right? Where our weakness is, he is strong. Our weaknesses, and I've said this on a prior podcast, our weaknesses become a portal for his strength to shine through, okay? So the next time you see a stack of dishes, which is like a dreaded task of mine, what if we took that task and took it as a pause in our day to spend time worshiping and praying. What if instead of seeing the dishes as like a curse, we started seeing it as like a blessing to have quiet time with our father. So for instance, the other day I saw dishes and I was like, come on, man, like this is just relentless. And we know this by now. You gotta have dishes if you're gonna eat, right? So you see it as a blessing that at least you have dishes to eat on. There's some people that don't even have dishes, right? But I popped in my headphones, I blasted the worship music. Um, You could put a sermon that you've wanted to catch up on or just in your own mind, um, come to him with what's bothering you. But use that time to draw closer to the one that is your comforter, right? The one um, that is going to help you through these life struggles, right? You could also listen to episode 10 and take that 10-ish minute meditation break and allow that to be your time with him and a prompting for you to go spend that time with him. If you haven't listened to episode 10, that's one of my favorite ones. It's one of the most played episodes because it does prompt you to spend that time with God. Another super dreaded task is laundry. And that's a great dreaded task um, (laughs) to be able to switch in your head as a moment to spend with God, right? First of all, at least you have laundry to do. That means you have clothes, right? That means you have family that you're doing laundry for. But there is no better time. No one will bother you while you're doing laundry, okay? I mean, maybe a kid might come in and like pull at you, but like no one wants to be standing there doing laundry with you. So that's such a great time to pop in, you know, your headphone, maybe listen to a book that points back to Jesus and helps your worries and your gripes kind of melt away. And just, I'm going to put like a little asterisk here. I don't um, necessarily always want to come to Jesus, if I'm being honest. Sometimes I want to flip on Netflix and just totally numb out. But those can be, not always, but those can be simply enemy uh, useful tactics to kind of shoo us away from precious time with God. So you kind of have to take a beat and realize, am I turning on Netflix Am I, am I watching this TV show to simply numb out from my day? Or am I just wanting entertainment while I do these chores, right? But I would, I would say if you're trying to numb out or you've got something that's like really pressing in your mind, spend that time with God because at your next meal, you're not going to be, you know, wanting to take out your stress on food, right? Um, I know for me that... 
um, when I'm not spending that time and I'm avoiding God, pretty soon, like I said, supper rolls around and so do my tires around the Taco Bell drive-thru, if we're being honest, right? Like, I all of a sudden say, oh, I don't have time to cook. I don't, I don't feel like it. You know, you just kind of get in that mode and then pretty soon you're at the drive-thru, you know? So when our eyes are fixed on him, right, especially in those times where we find it to be like something nagging at us or stressful, it's not easy for the enemy to gain ground when our eyes are fixed on him. It's easy for the enemy to start gaining that ground back in our lives when we are stressed out and when we are vulnerable and when, um, you know, the enemy just wants to add drama to the situation. But when our eyes are fixated and we're doing that by taking those breaks during the day of things that would typically annoy us or things that, you know, um, we avoid, right, to do, if we're taking those and then instead we're like reframing them in our brains as cues to spend time with Jesus, how much more enjoyable will the task be, right? I'm going to go ahead and tell you, the enemy's going to fight hard because he does not want to see you spend time with your father. Okay, so just a heads up, the attacks will come. He doesn't want you spending that time. So what is what does this do? Like when we're tapping into this joy via daily tasks, what will practicing taking cues differently actually do for our brains, right? Like what is this actually physically going to do? So physically, we are disrupting a pattern, obviously, that has been practiced and ingrained so hard into our brains that it's going to be uncomfortable at first. But as we practice it, not perfection, okay, practice, as we practice it, we are going to create a new pattern that within time will become more natural to us. So instead of griping to a friend and creating more drama, or instead of running to Netflix, or instead of um, running to more food, we're going to start running to our father, which is what he wants anyhow. Food is just a distraction. It's just, it's a way that we've used to start coping with life stressors instead of taking them to the one who gives us that comfort. So emotionally, right, we've got physically, emotionally, spiritually. So emotionally, this is us kind of analyzing our worries and our stressors. So emotions aren't really to be shoved down. Like by the by this time in 2022, we know that it's good to take care of your emotions, right? Um, and the way I love to look at emotions is that they can be like clouds that pass by through the sky. We can notice them. We can look at them. We can say like, oh, look, you know, that one looks like a dinosaur, right? Like we can look at our emotions and say, oh, that, that one looks heavy. Um, we can talk about them to a counselor. My favorite is our, our great counselor, our heavenly father. Um, but just like clouds, they're meant to just keep floating by. They're meant to be noticed. They're meant to be looked at. But they're not meant to be taken on so heavy that we have to act on them. It's never it's never great to make decisions based upon emotions. It's so easy for us, especially if we've built that habit, especially for highly emotional people. Um, but they can be like clouds. They can just pass by. You don't have to act on them, right? And my, evidently, you know, 
struggling with emotional eating, my way of acting on the emotions is by taking it out on food. And that does not have to be that way. We can develop new patterns. Um, Spiritually, though, this is going to restore us each and every time we do it, right? We're spending more time with our Father when it seems like everything else wants our attention. We're spending more worship time, more prayer time. And I have never, ever regretted any time that I've spent with God. Even if you are a baby Christian, And you're like, "Uh, girlfriend, what are you talking about? My idea of God is like the man upstairs. Fine. Start there. Start like you are talking to your best friend. Because that's what I do during my workout that I just finished up. I was stretching. Um, I had a sticky note uh, beside me in the floor. And every time something popped up into my brain, I would write it on the sticky note. And then I would go back to praying. Praying does not have to look a certain way. Right? To me, prayer is... um, a sincere and intentional time, um, but I'm bad to get distracted. So that's why I keep a sticky note beside me. But don't let anybody intimidate you about prayer. Prayer is something that is very personal. And um, I think it can look a lot different in many different seasons of life. And it's basically just taking that time and going to your father um, to come to him with your worries and your praises and your thank yous for his blessings and waking you up today and It does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be so many times during the day. I mean, it does, there's no, there's no um, rules for prayer is what I'm trying to say. So each and every time that you're getting to spend that time is a good blessing, right? It's good time with God. I've never regretted it. So, um, and remember, this can be applied to anything. Anything you do, we do for the Lord, right? Especially as Christians, um, I cannot recall the verse to my head right now, but as as Christians, when we do something, we need to do something. We're we're doing it in the spirit of God, right? We're we're um, you know, when we show up for work, we're working for God, right? It's not that sounds super churchy. I don't mean it to sound that way, but I'm just trying to say anything you do, you do for the Lord, because as Christians, our mission is to point back to Him. This podcast is not about me. This podcast is about him, right? I don't I don't get on this mic um, for self-glorification. Um, sometimes it's hard to show up. Sometimes I'm really struggling with emotional eating and uh, mentally and feel like the enemy's tactics. But I know that if I show up for this podcast, I know that I am sharing and shining a lot on a difficult topic that I feel is very much under-talked about. I don't know if that's proper grammar, but, and I think every time I show up behind the mic and I'm pointing to Christ and I'm pointing to our father, hopefully that is helping someone out there grow their faith. And, and I do this podcast for God, right? I mean, that's, that's my purpose behind this. Um, so as you start practicing this new habit, I believe God will give you the strength and the comfort to see you through your emotional eating struggles because I know that because he's done it for me. Um, and like I said earlier, if you don't like if you don't like to work out, use this use this as a prompting to spend time with him, right? Spend time with him in your workout. Nobody said your workout has to be detrimental. <laughs> Nobody said that your workout has to be painful. Spend it worshiping him. And I promise you will not regret that time. Will you want to in the moment? Maybe not. But if you just get started and you just um, 
kind of push play on your workout or you just push play on that sermon and you spend time with him, I guarantee you, you won't regret it. So I wanted this episode to be on the shorter side. I hope that this has blessed you. If it has, I would always appreciate a five-star rating and review. You can do it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your episodes. Um, This makes sure that this episode is getting to other people and they can hear this maybe for the first time and start their emotional eating recovery journey um, and hopefully deepens their faith um, with God because that's, again, like I just said, why I'm doing this, right? So um, remember to check out the show notes. I try to link everything in there and I hope you guys are having a great week and I will see you here next time. Bye. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation, and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations, though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me, though, so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.